grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today about the gift and the trespass. But now you have been set free from sin and you become slaves of God. The fruit that you get leads to sanctification and in the end eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Dear friends of Christ, there was a first century Jewish rabbi named Rabbi Jochanan. Now, Rabbi Jochanan understood God. He knew God's wrath. And he would teach about God's wrath and God's anger and God's coming judgment. He knew the law. He understood sin and the Ten Commandments. And as he neared death, on his deathbed, he wept. And the people around his deathbed asked him, why the tears? And he's quoted as saying, I am being led into the presence of the Holy One who lives and reigns for all eternity. If he is wrathful against me, his anger will be eternal. If he imprisons me, the imprisonment will be forever. If he condemns me to death, the death will be forever. Two ways lie before me. One heaven, one hell. Unfortunately, I do not know where I will be led. That's sad, isn't it? Here you have a man who knows God. He knows the Ten Commandments. He knows his sin nature. He is a leader of God's people, but he does not know God's mercy. He does not know God's grace. He does not understand that great love of God, his forgiving love. And the rabbi died in fear. He died in tears. Because he didn't know if he's going to heaven or going to hell. What about you? When you die, do you know whether you're going to heaven or going to hell? Or are you going to be like Rabbi Jochanan? And you're going to die in fear, and you're going to die in terror, and you're going to die in tears. Listen, death is coming. It's coming to all of us. 155,000 people die in the world every single day. And most of them die like Rabbi Joe Cannon. They die in fear. Make no mistake about it. There are concerns. And they have no idea whether they're going to heaven or whether they're going to hell. But they think about it. So weeping in fear before death is not unusual. It's not unique. That's what most people do. Most people, whether they're believers or not, seem to understand that there are two possible outcomes. You'll either go to heaven and live in joy forever, or you'll go to hell where there are eternal torments. Most people believe they'll go to one place or the other. Or most people believe that you're going to go to one place or another. And their destination, they think, is based on how well they live their life. Their destination, they believe, is on how well they lived. 
Did their good outweigh their bad? Did their life end out in the right side of the scales of God's justice? Unfortunately, these people don't know God's word very well, do they? Like Rabbi Joe Cannon. They don't understand. But the Bible's clear that we are conceived in sin. We are, we are born in sin and, and death. And one sin is enough to condemn a soul forever. One sin is all it takes to send you to eternal damnation. So what do we need as sinners who have committed that one sin? In fact, the Bible says we were conceived in sin. So even before that one sin happened, we are, by nature, sin. So what do people who have a sin nature, as soon as we are conceived in our mother's womb, we are damned and condemned to hell, what do we need? Well, we need hope. We need mercy. We need grace. We need a promise. We need assurance. We need a guarantee. We need a promise, a pledge that God will save our souls from destruction. Yes, there is a trespass, but more importantly, there is the gift. And so I want to talk about that today under our theme, the trespass and the gift. You know, St. Paul reminds us why people die. The wages of sin is death. The soul of sins will surely die. But he also reminds us how to live forever. He says, for the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. The free gift. So there is the trespass. There is the condemnation. There is the judgment of God. But there is grace. And did you know that believers die in grace every single time? Believers die in grace every single time. This is the gift of eternal life, and it's free because Jesus is the one who shed his blood and was punished for our sins and paid the price through his perfect obedience. And that's why Paul writes about this guarantee, this, this pledge that we have because of Jesus. It is God himself who makes us together with you sure, certain, sure, sure of our salvation, of our life in union with Christ. It is God himself who has set us apart, set us apart, who has placed his mark of ownership on us, ownership, and who has given us the Holy Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee, a guarantee of all that he has in store for us. The gift is not like the trespass. The gift is a guarantee. You know, Jerry Crew passed away and we had his memorial service. After the service, a man came up to me and complimented me on my message and he said, you know, Pastor, you almost took the fear out of death. And I said, well, that's the way it is supposed to be for a Christian. We a Christian should not fear death. St. Paul agrees. 
Eternal life is a free gift, and eternal life is received by faith, by trusting in God that He will deliver us from our enemies. Now, I, it's hard to understand. Let me, let me give you an illustration from 2009 at Azuzu Pacific University. It was the commencement, graduation. And the president of the university, in the middle of the commencement, called three students forward to honor them. You see, these three students were volunteering to go and work for the poorest of poor in India for two years. So they were going to go minister to the poor, take care of the poor for two years after graduating. Not go out and make money, but go out and serve. Then something unexpected happened at the commencement. The president turned to them and said, I have some good news for you. There is somebody, an anonymous donor, who is so impressed with what you volunteered to do and is so moved by what you've done, he has decided to give you a gift. And he called the name of the first student and said, you have a student loan of $105,000. It's forgiven. The student immediately started to cry. Spoke the second student's name and said, your student debt is $70,000. Forgiven. And finally, he named the third student and said, you are forgiven your debt of $130,000. All three students had no idea what was, what was going to take place. They were all completely ambushed by grace. Blown away that somebody that they didn't even know would bless them, would take care of their debt. A free gift. Abundant love. It was grace. And that gift of love had the whole auditorium in tears. It was a great relief of debt. But, however, consider in comparison the great relief of debt that we have from our Heavenly Father. Consider the debt of sin. Consider the trespass. The broken commandments. Old Rabbi Joe Cannon was right. There is a God of wrath. And God will never leave sin unpunished. There is His anger. There is His wrath. However, all that anger and all that wrath was poured out on Jesus Christ on the cross for our salvation. The free gift. That's the free gift of our life. The trespass condemns us. The free gift sets us free from condemnation. As believers, we know what Jesus did to pay for our salvation, right? And we understand that. Intellectually, though, it's staggering. It's intellectually, we just can't grab it. And that's why so many people aren't blown away with this free gift. So many people just take it for granted, even Christians. We wake up in the morning, I live by God's grace. And then when push comes to shove and you're starting to die, you immediately doubt this free gift and you cry because you don't know whether you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. Has your debt been paid? 
And yet, if somebody were to have an anonymous person come into your life and, and say, all your sins are forgiven, all your debt is paid for, you'd be ecstatic. You'd feel like you won the lottery. And in Christ we have. You know, God's gift is free. Let it overwhelm you. Let it sweep flood over your soul. Let it sweep over you and let it assure you and let it guarantee you, let it convince you of God's mercy. Yes, there's a trespass. But more importantly, there is the gift in Christ Jesus of eternal life. And that's why Christians should never fear death. Jesus has taken the stinger out of death. You know, the sting of sin is death. Christ has overcome the stinger. On the third day, he rose again. You know, a bee stings you. Remember, if, you, if a bee stings you, he can only sting once. And then all he can do is fly around your head and, and bother you and, you know, make a bunch of noise. But he can't sting you again. And that's the way it is with death. We die once, but once we die, death loses its sting forever. Behold the free gift of Jesus Christ who promised, This is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him should have eternal life, and I will raise Him up on the last day. However, all that love and all that forgiveness is just difficult to understand. It's just difficult to comprehend. Why? Because our text reminds us that we have a sin nature. A sinful nature. We are slaves to sin, the Bible says. However, our text also reminds us that we have a new nature in Christ Jesus that's a slave to good things, to righteousness. We are a sinner and a saint at the same time, and, a, and because of that, a war ensues in our soul. I'm forgiven, I'm a sinner. I'm forgiven, I'm a sinner. I'm condemned, no, I have life. On the one hand, our sin nature says, it's okay to sin. It's okay, everyone sins, so I might as well gossip. It's okay to sin a little. It's okay to lie. It's okay to cheat. But on the other hand, our, our new nature says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. The old nature and the new nature. The trespass and the gift. Yes, we are sinners and saints at the same time. And this causes a problem. It causes us to question God's gift. I am a sinner, so am I going to heaven? Because we know we are sin. And again, Jacob, uh, Rabbi Joe Cannon was right. God will always punish sin. And that's why we question salvation. Yes, I believe in Jesus. I do believe in Jesus, but I know my sin. 
which wins. That in me which is condemned or the power of Christ and his forgiving love that dwells in me. And you know the answer. But because you are sinner and saint at the same time, you doubt. But know this. Uncertainty is not unbelief. Indeed, the tiniest particle of faith that clings to Jesus alone as your salvation is saving faith. Let me illustrate the power of this saving faith, the power of this love of Christ, of His mercy, of His grace. There's an old story about Abraham Lincoln. And uh, he went to an auction to buy a slave girl off the auction block. And the slave girl watched the bidding, and he saw this one white man, just like any other white man, bidding for her. He assumed that he was like any other slave owner, would buy her and then abuse her. Well, Abraham Lincoln won the bid. The slave girl followed Abraham Lincoln as he walked away, and Abraham Lincoln turned and said, Young lady, you are set free. And confused, she said, What does that mean? And Abraham Lincoln replied, It means you're free. The woman couldn't believe her ears. You mean I can say wherever I want to say? And he said, You can say whatever you want to say. You mean I can do whatever I want to do? You can do whatever you want to do. I can go wherever I want to go? You can go wherever you want to go. And the girl with tears streaming down her face said, Then I choose to go with you. Admittedly, this story is probably more legendary than real. But it certainly does communicate an important spiritual truth because like this young girl on the trading block who was given the gift of freedom, we too have been given the gift of freedom. And like this young slave girl who was set free, desired to serve Abraham Lincoln for the rest of her days, so also we have been set free by the blood of Christ and we desire to serve Him with our bodies and our lives and our obedience all our days through Christ who has freed us. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.